time change. Uh, we are <laughs> we are so glad that you woke up in time to be here at church this morning. Yes, we are we are very glad to see you. So uh, thank you for being here. the The announcements for today. Uh, we are still gathering things for our shoe boxes. Please bring your that, those shoes didn't have. Sorry, I bought Shane some new shoes. Bless his heart. But they didn't have any, they didn't have a box with them. So you can't bring, you're going to have to find a new box and, and bring it on. Bring a box if you don't have any money. Bring some money if you don't plan to shop. And bring some uh, toys if you want to, if you want to uh, participate fully with your purchases. So, yes. So the, uh, the month of March is a, a toy of some sort. The month of April, for those who want to get ahead, is uh, showering items because April showers. So um, <laughs> washcloths, uh, those little fuzzy things to, to wash with or sponges, anything like that, you can bring along with you, um, you know, hair, hair caps or whatever. Just it cannot be liquid. So uh, soap, please bring some soap. Um, Yes, so all those all those items that would be for showering uh, would be for the month of April. Also, in three weeks is it not next week, not the next, but the next is is Easter. So please be here for Easter Sunday to sit. I mean, be here between now and then. Those who are watching, we want you to be here. Come on uh, next week. Come on now if you're you know if you got some time. Come on. But uh, we would love to see you on Easter Sunday. Be here. We will not have first Sunday meal because it's Easter. People want to hang out with their families on Easter Sunday. Or maybe not, but we're still not having first Sunday meal. So please do, uh, please do be here to celebrate Jesus and his resurrection. Amen? Amen. Uh, this, this past week, uh, y'all got the call. Sister, um, Sister Charlene went home to be with Jesus and uh, this is a, a card from the family. It says, Dear Church Family, thank you for every prayer, phone call, text card, and gift of food during the illness and death of our dear mother. I don't know how we would have made it without your support, the Garris family. So thank you, thank you, thank you for all that you have done. And please do continue in prayer for their family. And I was thinking about it when, while the, while the funeral was going on, I was up here and we were watching the video. And I just thought, how how amazing for her and and all those ladies in our church, those older uh, people in our church, and and pastors been talking about uh, Brother Nance and Brother Alton and all this, all those who have who have gone before us, who are there getting to see Jesus now. To see heaven, that's amazing, that's wonderful. You know, to walk on the streets of gold, see all those things that we've heard about, go get your mansion, all that stuff. But but my whole life, I've been hearing about this person who has been so good to me, who has saved me from, from sin, who has rescued me from, from things that I would have died and gone to hell. <laughs> but, but he is my deliverer, my redeemer, my helper, and there's, there's coming a day that I'm going to get to look at him in the face. I mean, I can talk to him now, and he talks to me, but my golly, that's just, it's exciting that we will one day get to look at him in the face and say, I am so glad to see you. Amen? And it just, and I, again, I know, and not to make light of, of, their, of their sadness, but my goodness, how great. <laughs> um, 
it, it is it is such a, a time of rejoicing for those who know the Lord and, and who um, who know where their loved ones are going. Amen. Let's sing this morning and go to the Lord in prayer. Ask him to have his will in the service. Heavenly Father, we are so grateful to you. God, we are so thankful because you are good. You are better to us than we could even deserve. God, we are so grateful for who and what you are. God, we are so grateful that you allow us into your presence. Father, I thank you and I praise you for this day, this beautiful day that we have come to worship you. God, we thank you for the sunshine that you give, for waking us up this morning and and giving us the strength to make it to this place. There is no one who has come here by accident. God, there is no one who has come here just out of chance. But Lord, you have something intended for each and every person. God, we thank you when we praise you that a little bit of heaven comes down when we're gathered together. God, I thank you that you said in your word that you would be there in the midst of those who gather together in your name. And Heavenly Father, we cannot wait for the day that we get to see you face to face. But just now, while we have to be here, Lord, let your presence fall in such a powerful and strong way that we cannot even stand. God, change lives today. Deliver. Make whole. God, bring bring healing. Bring salvation. Bring restoration to those who are hurting. God, we need you desperately. Have your will in your way in this place. Have your will and your way in this place. In Jesus' precious holy name we pray. Amen. I will enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart and I will enter his courts with praise. I will say this is the day that the Lord hath made. I will rejoice for he hath made me glad. Oh, he hath made me glad. He hath made me glad. I will rejoice for he hath made me glad. He hath made me glad. He hath made me glad. I will rejoice for he hath made me glad. So I will enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart, and I will enter his courts with praise. I will say this is the day that the Lord hath made. I will rejoice for he hath made me glad. Oh, he hath made me glad, he hath made me glad. I will rejoice for he hath made me glad. He hath made me glad, he hath made me glad. I will rejoice for he hath made me glad. So I will enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart. I will enter his courts with praise. I will say this is the day that the Lord hath made. I will rejoice for he hath made me glad. Oh, he hath made me glad. He hath made me glad. I will rejoice for he hath made me glad. He hath made me glad. He hath made me glad. I will rejoice for he hath made me glad. Sing that one more time. So I will enter your gates with thanksgiving in my heart, and I will enter your courts with praise. I will say this is the day that the Lord hath made. 
I will rejoice for he hath made me glad. Oh, he hath made me glad, he hath made me glad. I will rejoice for he hath made me glad. He hath made me glad, he hath made me glad. I will rejoice for he hath made me glad. This is the day. This is the day that the Lord hath made, that the Lord hath made. I will rejoice, I will rejoice and be glad in it, and be glad in it. This is the day that the Lord hath made, I will rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day. This is the day that the Lord hath made. This is the day. This is the day that the Lord hath made. That the Lord hath made. I will rejoice. I will rejoice and be glad in it. And be glad in it. This is the day that the Lord hath made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day, this is the day that the Lord hath made. This is the day, this is the day that the Lord hath made, that the Lord hath made. I will rejoice, I will rejoice and be glad in it, and be glad in it. This is the day that the Lord hath made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day, this is the day that the Lord hath made. Amen. I raise a hallelujah in the presence of my enemies. I raise a hallelujah Louder than the unbelief, I raise a hallelujah. My weapon is a melody, I raise a hallelujah. Heaven comes to fight for me. In the middle of the storm Louder and louder You're gonna hear my praises roar Up from the ashes Hope will arise Death is defeated The King is alive I raise a Hallelujah, 
Jesus, praise your holy name. Praise your holy name, Lord. And y'all know at the end of this song, <laughs> there'll be words up there that, that say what God is, and you are this, you are this, but you know, whatever he is to you, sing that out. <laughs> whatever he is to you, whatever you need him to be to you, sing that out when the time comes. God is awesome. 
for what he is to you. Hallelujah. Praise your holy name. Good morning. Welcome to the Cornelius Church of God. We're glad to have all of you with us this morning. It's good to see you all in God's house this morning. See some people that we haven't seen in a long time. And we're glad to have you all with us this morning. Uh, Rhonda's mom, I hadn't seen her. I told Dean when she walked in, I said, "Look, kind of look like Rhonda's mom, I guess. So it's been a while since we've seen folks, but it's all good to see you all. We're looking forward to seeing the rest of you folks when you come back and be with us. And uh, let me echo... Thank you for everything. <clears throat> Thank God for everything. Because we felt his hand on us as we've gone through what we've gone through these last few days. It's time to receive our tithe and offering if our usher will come at this time. Brother Wiseman, will you say the blessing of the offering this morning, please?
So I brought my Bible this morning because I just wanted to share with you, but I didn't, I'm not going to preach, I promise, okay? He didn't call me to preach. He didn't. I just wanted to share with you this morning something that's on my heart. <laughs> I love the Lord. And in Psalm 34, and I brought my Bible because I don't want to forget the words, you know, because I'm getting older. I can't memorize stuff <laughs> like I used to. Psalm 34 says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. <laughs> oh, magnify the Lord with me. Hallelujah. <laughs> And let us exalt his name together. That's what we've been doing this morning, right? Amen, amen, amen. And here's my favorite verse. I sought the Lord, and he heard me <laughs> and delivered me from all my fears. Hallelujah. I want to tell you this morning, God's word is true. <laughs> Everything and anything that we need is right here. You know, when we were young people, <laughs> Bible was, you know, basic instructions before leaving earth. And I never got that. It was just something we said when we were young. I never got it until now, until recently. This is so true. Everything we need, I'm telling you. This world is crazy, but this is true. <laughs> this is true. Hallelujah. I'm not preaching. <laughs> Y'all pray for us. We're going to sing too since Leneva hadn't been here in a while, but oh. pray for Yeah, pray for us. Because <laughs> she already started. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Jesus. Glory. I will arise and go to Jesus. He will embrace me in his arms. In the arms of Christ, my Savior, oh, there are 10,000 charms. It's shouting time in heaven, a sinner once lost is found. It's shouting time in heaven. Salvation has been brought down. No wonder the angels rejoice to know my sins have been covered by the crimson flow. Now I'm feeling fine. I'm walking on the highway with my Lord. My name is written down in the courts above. Shouting time in heaven. Oh, yes, it's shouting time. Come at all. In shouting time in heaven, a sinner once lost is found. In shouting time in heaven, salvation has been brought down. No one in the angels rejoice to know my sins have been covered by the crimson flow. Now I'm feeling fine. I'm walking on the highway with my Lord. My name is written down in the courts above. Shout time in heaven, 
Covered by the crimson flow Now I'm feeling fine I'm walking on the highway with my Lord My name is written down in the courts above Shouting time in heaven Oh yes, it's shouting time No wonder the angels rejoice to know My sins have been covered by the crimson flow Now I'm feeling fine I'm walking on the highway with my Lord My name is written down in the courts above Shouting time in heaven, oh yes, it's shouting time. Big shouting time in heaven, oh yes, it's shouting time. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, I can't tell you why you're walking through this valley. And I can't tell you just how long you've got to stay. And I can't tell you why your heart feels so unsettled. Or when this all will change. But I can tell you there is something you can lean on. There's a promise that won't bend and it won't break. It will keep you when the future is uncertain. You're not out of grace. When the darkness overwhelms you, and the fear just won't subside And the questions outweigh answers On this long and lonely night When you gotta keep on moving He is right in the valley of despair He won't leave you there He is with you when you think you just won't make it And he is right there When it looks like hope is lost You're gonna find out He's nothing less than faithful So keep holding on Keep holding on When the darkness overwhelms you and the fear just won't subside And the questions outweigh answers On those long and lonely nights Friend, you've got to keep on moving He's with you Valley of despair He won't leave you there He won't leave come a day he's not strong enough to rescue he's not strong enough to save 
overwhelm you and the fear just won't subside questions outweigh answers on this long and lonely night when you gotta keep on moving he is with you darkness overwhelms you and the fear just won't subside when the questions outweigh answers on this long and lonely night friend you gotta keep on moving he is with you in the valley of despair he won't leave you there he won't leave Glory, glory, glory. Yes, Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I could take a little bit more of that. Praise Amen. God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. It is so good that He won't leave you in that valley. Amen. That despair that does show up, and occasionally it will. <laughs> he doesn't leave. He'll bring you Hallelujah. out of your trouble, your disappointments. He's there with us. He's there with us. He's there with us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And Brother Mike had mentioned that uh, that is Rhonda's mama, isn't it? That, that it, we hadn't seen her in a while. But we have heard about you much because Rhonda has again and again pray for my mom. Pray for my mom. She needs a touch from heaven to lift her up. And I trust that you have felt those prayers. And God has blessed and helped you. Rough times sometimes. Hard things to over, but God is there for our help. Amen. Thank you for being here. Bringing all those kids to praise the Lord. Kids, grandkids, great grandkids. We're glad to have all of us here today. Amen. Amen. And I'm I'm glad that uh, Ronnie had brought Leneva to church today. Appreciate Ronnie. Man, you're all right. I mean, you're earning more points. You're earning more points to bring. Our daughter, our oldest daughter, to church. That's that's so good. Of course, they are doing ministry, big ministry, down in the area where they live at their church, and um, they just here I think for somebody's birthday. That's happening Thursday, but <clears throat> we won't say much more about that. But we will say some more about birthdays, cause today is the birthday of a young man that's with us and actually his mother's birthday was tomorrow and uh, she's gone on to glory along with now sister Charlene isn't that wonderful hallelujah but uh, Tracy has a happy birthday today happy birthday Tracy amen 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 and this morning I don't know why I mentioned uh, in the conversation, uh, spring chicken. You ever heard that phrase, spring chicken? Well, <clears throat> I've heard that, and I, I was using it on myself. Brother Sugar, I remember saying that about some of those old people. 
those 50-year-old people and 60-year-old people. Boy, they ain't spring chickens no more, are they? And when I'm 20 and 25 and 30, felt good. But now, it's the tide has changed. <laughs> We're also glad that Braden brought Nicholas today. You remember, he, he is... I didn't find out that until later in the service. About three, four weeks ago, I mentioned that and found out later in the service, maybe in our fellowship time, that uh, Nicholas would probably lay in the bed and sleep a little longer if Braden didn't. <laughs> Sounds like our youngest daughter, Nicholas. I mean, you know, I mean, nothing to do. Let's <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen, amen, amen. Good to have you in the Lord's house. It's so good. Oh, yeah, Braden brought his mother and dad too. <laughs> Hallelujah. And Brother Mike, she's got more than 17 days. You've got 17 days to keep right on working at Harris Teeter. And she just started. <laughs> she may have a long career. We may see her as one of the managers of one of the largest stores one day. You never know. Praise the Lord. Hey, Amen. Everybody looks so good. Look at your neighbor and say, you look so good. Brother Sugar. The other way too, Brother Sugar. The other way too. Brother. <laughs> Hallelujah. You look so Oh, it is good that the Lord has blessed His people. Thanks for coming today. And I feel the Spirit of the Lord in this place. He is here and, and the scene is so worshipful. And it's good to worship the Lord whenever we are together. Amen and amen and amen. So we'll receive prayer requests at this time. Do you have one spoken request? Yes, brother. Yes. All right. Yes, amen. Yes. Oh, yes, amen. God touch. God, please help in these requests. back and Mr. Bobby, yes. Sister Dean echoes that. It's, it's a tough, isn't it? And Sister, I, I, I wish that you would show her how to get on TV and watch us uh, because today I would say to her that Sister Keller this morning at 2 p.m. got up to move her clock ahead one hour. Because <laughs> that's when it happens, isn't it? At two. Uh, even when it goes back, it's at 2 and you push it back. But she was up. I'm pushing her. God bless you, Sister Kelly. We love you. All right, another spoken request for prayer. Any others? Amen. We're serving a great big God. He loves you, and He loves all of us. Let's uh, lift handed for unspoken needs. And you understand that God knows. Would you stand with me together? Let's call on His name today. 
He is able. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. How great is our God. How great is our God unto the children of men. How wonderful and how lovely it is to be a Christian. Father, thank you for salvation that we have in Jesus Christ the Lord. Oh, God, and we thank you for the privilege to pray together in corporate prayer in unison. And we bless you, Lord, for the time to be here to worship you. And that we do today with all of our heart. And I pray, Father, that you'll receive our worship, oh God, and our thanksgiving for all that you are unto us. We bless you. See the hands. Know the need. Touch the lives. God, bring answers and victory and rejoicing. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I do pray, Lord, that you would touch Brother Mike's family. Lord, and those requests and need that he has mentioned. And Lord, for Tracy's family and the need that are mentioned there. Show up big, Lord, I pray. Your hand and your touch for deliverance and blessing for Pop-Pop's back. Oh, Lord, I pray uh, a soothing uh, and a healing. And I pray, Father, uh, for Mr. Bobby. God, answer these requests. Touch these needs. Uh, revive and strengthen. Uh, oh, Lord, and I do pray for Sister Keller. Uh, and I ask you, Lord, to help her. Uh, and those that are caring for her, uh, as Sister has mentioned, uh, it's such a hard thing. Uh, it's such a tough job. Uh, it demands a lot of our attention, our strength, stamina. God, be with them. And Lord, I pray to be with Diane and touch her, Lord, and all of her family. And I pray that you'd love us all together today as we worship and bless the name of Jesus. Let your glory shine in every heart to lift and strengthen us and bring blessing to all. Holy God. We thank you for those that, that are worshipful here today uh, and those at home that, that are blessing the name of Jesus. Uh, Lord, all that is done today uh, in this service, uh, we want it, Lord, to give glory, to give honor to you, uh, and to bless you, O oh Father. Uh, and God, I ask that every need met uh, today as I minister your word, may it be that that pleases you no more no less than that you would have me to say. We ask these favors in the name that is above every name, the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen and amen and amen and amen. Hallelujah. Fellowship if you'd like. God bless you. Fellowship with nine or ten, four or two.
I started to ask the question, have you ever had two or three sermons you wanted to preach at the same time? But, oh, okay, so uh, some of you know. Uh, I, I, and then after I thought about it, I said, well, Jennifer may be the only one that can answer that question, but not so. Others. I so much I want to say to you. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And Brother Mike has given me three minutes, as normal, and another And that one lasts a long time. That's not a button, but it lasts a long time. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. God is good, isn't he? he is good. God is so good. Now, at the beginning, I may some things that you I may say some things that, that you might not like or like me for saying, I don't know. I don't want please stay with us, okay? I think it gets better as it goes along. Uh, <clears throat> Fear was one of the things that Jennifer, I mean, Leneva mentioned in the book when she read um, uh, Psalm 34. And uh, the last scripture reading was um, uh, that he is help me in that fear. He's taken that and he's blessed me over that. Uh, he'll, he'll bring you out of every kind of fear. Praise his name. It doesn't matter what it is. Now, <clears throat> and, and, I, and I've sat where you're sitting when the preacher might say things like that and then I'd say, well, preacher, I, in your mind. So I don't know, some of you may be saying this. In my mind, I say, preacher, you just don't understand what I'm going through. Hallelujah. No, I don't, nor does anyone else, but God does. And God actually is the only one to bring you out of that. So before I start any scripture at all, let me mention to you, we need a brand new heating unit. We have four units in the church. One of them works out toward the vestibule, bathrooms, and the side offices. And then we have one for this side and one for this side, and then we have this one up here. I'm thinking, was it uh, during the funeral time that we got so hot, was it this one that he freoned and it got a little cooler? And then this one is totally broke down. And this one he helped out a little bit a day or two later, right? And even the one up front. The one up front wasn't doing anything, good or bad. So I don't, maybe you know what they cost, they four or 5000 I guess, for a new unit. This one was replaced a few years ago. So they need replacing. A few years ago, this one here, now this one over here needs replacing. Uh, I think that um, Jeff has a frame of mind. He wouldn't care if one or two people paid for it today. I, is that okay, Jeff? Okay. <laughs> he would not care. But if you will do this, uh, maybe even next Sunday, you bring as big a check as you can 
and market for that. This is for air conditioner on Rhonda's side. We don't want her to get too hot. And just so just write that on the, the check. And uh, if we could get four $1,000 checks and then some <laughs> three or four uh, $500 checks, it wouldn't be long before we would have what we need. So we do need your help. I'll tell you, God has blessed your church right here. This is, I say your church, it's God's church, and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Um, and it doesn't matter, the congregation, if there's 40 or 4,000, God meets the need. You see, it's God that meets the need. It's not me, it's not you, but it's God. I'm going to say it now, Brother Mike. <clears throat> I probably intended to say it somewhere in the middle or that what Brother Mike says on Wednesday night often is that when he's leaving a time of his daily work or nightly work, that when he's leaving at 5 in the morning or 7 in the morning, that the first thing that he says when he sits down in his vehicle is, Thank you, Lord, for helping me. Amen. Now, you'd say help. Well, we do know, and I think maybe if you think about it enough, you know it's God that does it and not us. It's God that does it and not us. So help us real big, and, and God uh, bless you real big. I want to tell you, He blesses according to uh, what we do. And, 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 and understand this. He doesn't look at the amount. He looks at any sacrifice. You, you follow what I'm saying? And, and He blesses according to that, that you sacrifice. See, Brother Mike Hager may not be making a sacrifice to give a thousand, but Brother Jorner would be making a sacrifice to give a thousand. And it may be vice versa, I don't know. Well, well maybe I do know more than I don't know on that. But... <clears throat> Anyway, God gives back to us over and over again. We'll start in Proverbs 22, 7. Um, now, as I said, organized chaos, we may be all over the place. We're living in a society today, and we've been, we've been, I don't know what we've been. We're, we're hopefully on the other side of this COVID stuff, hopefully. Um, but one politician said five years ago, four years ago, we can't let any catastrophe get by us without using it. I mean, that's not exactly what he said, but any catastrophe, let's use it for our benefit. That's what he meant. And this COVID has been used to benefit politicians. Um, 
I guess my question, I got two questions. With, with, with the idea that government should, would, would say to churches, you can't open. They didn't bring the COVID, okay? But they thought, according to the Constitution, they had right to say, churches, you cannot open. So my two questions are this. Did anybody that never went to church because of COVID get the COVID virus? And God knows, I, I, I have no idea. I have not researched it at all. Second question. Did anybody that wore their mask everywhere they went develop COVID. Now, see, the mask was to prevent, this, and social distancing was to prevent. I guess, Tony, what I'm saying is the catastrophe that came about from wherever it came from, trying to be politically correct here, don't want to hurt anybody, rose up and allowed those that are greedy and after power to exercise their power. And, and, and if Jesus tarries five, ten more years, mark this down, what I'm saying today. It doesn't matter what comes along. Boy, this is good. This one's going to be hard to swallow, Sister Dean. I believe that the, the devil doesn't mind using and allowing government to take more control. Peter and John received some of this stuff when they were they were placed into prison. Oh gosh, how can we keep them here? The people asked, the scribes and the and those in charge. How can we keep them here? But well, you know the roar, and so they let them out of prison, beat them a little bit, and said, "Don't do that preaching anymore." <laughs> so it's been a long time. The devil's been trying to stop. Preaching the good news and hearing the good news and worshiping God. It's, it's, it started many, many years ago. But what did they do? The Bible said they counted a joy that they could be whipped for the cause of Jesus Christ. Let me say the government doesn't care how it puts a stop on God and His plan and worship. They want to do that. Have you ever noticed that Christian religion is today 
the only religion that doesn't have full reign. Others, if you can have a, what is the Talmud or Quran? If you can have a Quran on your desk where you work, why can't I have a Bible? But I can't. It's offensive. You cannot have a Bible in many of the workplaces, but you can have a Quran. The reason Christianity is the devil and his imps want to stamp out is because it requires submission. It Submit yourself unto the Lord. Resist the devil, he'll flee from you. So they're after Christianity because it makes you submit. It creates a, and you want to. But people today, in today's society, are more, are more into the, well, God's a good guy. He's the man upstairs. He's my buddy. Ain't no such thing. God is Lord. God is awesome. <laughs> and God is in charge. Some churches and religious groups still have man as the in-charge person of their own lives. That, that's, a, that's an idea that's created and fed. You, oh, you, you're your own God. Some are saying, well, it's a, if you'll just kiss the ground 25 times a day, those works make you ready. For eternal life. Confess to a man and, and he'll listen to your sin and he, the man, will determine how serious your sin is and then he'll give you instructions on how to be forgiven. <laughs> Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. That's the only way. And I could say, well, you could, you could say Hail Mary 35 times this week and everything is all right. Well, that sounds good. But there's no submission. There's no giving up anything. There's no stopping anything. But the devil is out to stop Christianity. And he doesn't care what comes along to help his cause. <laughs> Hallelujah. Proverbs 22 and 7. 
the rich ruleth over the poor and the borrower is servant to the lender. <laughs> As, <laughs> praise God. I, I'm, I'm asking you to please don't get mad with me. I think it will get better. Thank God for a stimulus check, especially to those that need it so badly. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. But do you know the one that's on its way? The $1,400 that's on its way will cost you $5,700. Because of the whole total package that is coming down, where 9% is COVID-related, and where schools that are not even open are getting money, according to that bill that's been signed now, for seven more years. Well, I thought we were going to try to get rid of COVID. Why am I asked to put some more dollars in there to take care of? And when we get to it, that we've printed enough money that we have absolutely no way in the taxpayer's pocket to get it paid or called up or balanced budget. Boy, that, that's a thing of the past or it sounds like it, doesn't it? <clears throat> then who do we call on for help? And if China owns enough of our debt, they'll tell us what to do. Well, listen to it again. The rich ruleth over the poor. <laughs> They're in charge. If I say Christianity is no longer viable, that's what I mean. <laughs> and the borrower is servant to the lender. My Lord. <clears throat> now, write this one down. You don't have to go there. But Proverbs 19 and 17 has got a silver lining for us. <clears throat> Nineteen seventeen of Proverbs <clears throat> talks about that saint of God that gives and blesses the poor and the needy and lends that helping hand and does what we're supposed to be doing in 2021, win one in 21, that we say that that, that uh, testimony 
in ourselves to others. And when we are blessing those people, God becomes the one that pays it back. Do, do you see it in that verse there? <clears throat> when, when we're doing what God's Word declares we do, when we're acting like we are Christians, well, actually, we ought to be rather than acting. <laughs> Hallelujah. We, and we're Christian. We're real. We're positive. We got God's law at the steering wheel of our lives. And we're doing that. Then God said, oh, boy, isn't that good? Look at them. Oh, they're mildly. I'm going to help them. And I'm going to pay it back. Somebody can jump over the church with the preacher right now and be all right. Hallelujah. However, when the devil is in charge of our debt, we do what he says. <laughs> it doesn't make any difference. But we need the Word of God. Now, Brother Mike's going to like this, and I'm going to give it now instead of later. Brother Mike will like this. This is going to be one of our dwelling scriptures, I think, in Psalm. In, did I, how did I mark that one? Right there by this. Psalm 119 and 11. You'll like it, Brother Mike. You'll like it. He may throw a shoe at me. Psalm 119 and 11. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. <laughs> I've got it in there for later. I'm putting it in a place that I can call upon it when need be. Oh, glory to God. Oh, when I need a heavenly touch, I'll reach in there and I'll find out. I'll remember when God said, I'll be with you always, even unto the end of the world. When your struggle comes along, I'll help you. I'll hold your hand. I'll be with you. I'll be your strength. It's there, maybe hidden from the devil, the devil thinks he's got you where he wants you. But now I can pull from that. I can get, oh, and I can step up and meet what's facing me with a greater worship and a greater praise. Because I tell you, the Word of God is real. And the Word of God is powerful. Paul said it like this in 1.16 of Romans. I am not ashamed of the gospel, the good news, the word of God. Oh, glory, hallelujah. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the power of God unto saving me. Oh, it's power 
to keep me. It's power to resurrect me. Oh, it's power to live by. So not only is the Word of God good and right, but the Word of God is powerful. Sharper than a two-edged sword. It'll pierce those stuff that's close together. It'll divide it. The bone of the marrow. It'll create a setting where it'll be healing. Oh, he's my healer. He's my healer. Brother Mike, I'm not there yet, but I'm and I'm struggling with I'm gonna, I may throw it to Jennifer. I may throw it over to Jennifer for her to preach. But I'm struggling a little bit, Brother Mike. Jesus has saved us from our sin. How? Because he bore our sin on Calvary. He took it himself. He went through it himself. All the sin of mankind of all time was hung upon Calvary. And Jesus suffered that. And he came through it with, as I would say, Flying colors. And how do I receive that? Believe. The Savior, the same person is the healer. The work done on Calvary accomplishes and has accomplished both. Now, we believe for salvation, but we don't believe for healing. Now, we can't find any fault in God. Please understand that. The work has been done. The seal is upon it. It's accomplished. Glory! Hallelujah! Mm. Thank you for your word, oh God. Sometimes we think about this first verse that we read, <clears throat> how that the rich ruleth over the poor. Too often today, in today's society, men are looking at the value of riches, but can I tell you that great riches are not always great blessing? If I could just win the lottery, what are the chances? I haven't heard them lately. But if I could just come to know Jesus, what are the odds? Call on <laughs> many are the tribulations of people, but God will deliver them out of half of them. Many, there's a lot of tribulations. Stand up and testify to me which one God hasn't brought you out of. (laughs) 
<sighs> but he delivers me out of all of them. To many that might have already or might yet win the lottery. Few of them, I, I don't know how many, I, can't, I have no statistics, will be broke before they die. But Ronnie, can I tell you and testify to you <laughs> that because I know Jesus as my Savior, when I die, oh, there's going to be a, an everlasting life awaiting me. There's going to be a mansion in the heaven. There's going to be a time of, of rejoicing. <laughs> Hallelujah. Brother Mike, I'm jumping ahead, but I'll jump back if I get a chance. Uh, the Psalm 34 that Leneva read from didn't get to another one of the great verses. All of them were great. But verse 7 said, Oh, taste of the Lord and see that he is good. So that when I come to the end of life here and he's ready for me, I've already made arrangements and everything is fixed in there. And I've sent those things ahead that he's looked after them and judged them. And he's judged me now that I'm innocent of all sin, that everything is well. He can say, enter in to the joy of the Lord. I've got that waiting for me. Amen and amen. I tasted of him. He's good. Now, 1 Peter 2 and 3 put it this way. Oh, taste of the Lord and see that He is gracious. <laughs> he is gracious. And that when you're struggling, He shows up. <laughs> that when you have nowhere to turn, He shows up. That when fear, the devil is using it to battle you. The Lord is gracious. The Lord is gracious. And He doesn't take any vacations. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Hallelujah! Boy, I used to be bad against the vacation, Sister Dean. You know, even when I first come here 26 years ago, I might have, whenever you and Brother Mike had been gone for three or four weeks and and uh, would they ever get back? And uh, do they have to go every Sunday? I mean, why couldn't they wait until Monday to go? And that kind of stuff. I, I was real bad that way. I mean, I'm a little better now. <laughs> Hallelujah. And little wonder that the devil. Oh, gosh, I hope you don't. I hope you like me after this. Little wonder that the devil is getting his foothold in many areas. When those that started preaching the word are today selling collagen 
They're those that used to preach dynamic, used to preach dynamic. And the last few months and years that I've seen them and flipped over uh, they're, they're, they're now sitting down talking. Now, nothing wrong with teaching. Jesus did a bunch of teaching, uh, and teaching is really good. Uh, but when I'm sitting there uh, uh, with an individual, uh, and we talk about everything uh, except good news uh, of Jesus Christ uh, and the coming again of our lovely Lord uh, and His ability to deliver us out of all uh, of our frustrations, uh, whenever I'm doing in that instead of preaching the word uh, the devil gets a foothold there are some of these that are selling bags and coffee mugs and, and, and brother Mike there's, we've sold candy here at the church before don't, don't misunderstand what I'm saying whenever we got a, something that we got to get done and <laughs> we so, yeah, we sold barbecue for how many years? Barbecue, pork, and chicken. The best pork ever eaten has been here at this church. There's not any better eaten anywhere. I don't care where you've been. What we have cooked here at the church, what God has sanctified and blessed is the best ever. So we've done that. Nothing wrong now, I don't know who it was, if it was Brother Overcash, and, uh, and Jeff was over on the sidelines saying, Amen, 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 or if it was Jeff altogether, Amen, Amen, no more barbecues, thank you, Jesus, glory to God. Get your checkbook out, let's write a check, let's get these things done without all this labor. So I'm not saying anything wrong with, 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 with selling coffee coffee mugs but when that's your only ministry brother Mike likes uh, what's that um, he's a motivational speaker Joel Osteen brother Mike okay I, okay wait for the rest folks brother Mike likes his joke at the beginning. Brother Mike likes the joke and then he turns it to another station. Good joke. One of my wife's favorite on TV, what's his name? Barry, yeah. James Merritt was not at the beginning, but by the middle of his message today, a lady had gone to the bank, wanted to open a joint account, sat down with a with a person at the bank and, and was asked the question, all right, who are you, who would you like to open an account, a joint account with? And she said, a millionaire. <laughs> so when you get the joke, that's all you need, isn't it, Brother Mike? I tell you, Jesus will heal you without a little vial of water from the Jordan River. In fact, the only time that I noticed, and it wasn't the Jordan River, it was the obedience that washed away that leprosy. 
Go dip yourself. Well, there's better rivers. No, go to Jordan. That's the command. That's what you're to do. How many times? Well, if I dip five times, is that enough? Gosh, that's enough of that dirty water. No, dip seven times. And when he followed the instructions, what did the Bible say? He came forth clean. The leprosy was gone. But I don't have to have a vial of it that I pay $42 to heal me. I want to tell you, God will heal you without going to Baton Rouge. God will heal you without sitting in an Oral Roberts crusade. Oh, no. Oral Roberts did a great job, didn't he? Wonderful. <laughs> T.O. Lowry. But God delivers his people. T.O. Lowry, Oral Roberts, actually his son now, and Shane, all three on the same level. Hallelujah. How is it that we become engulfed and overcome by the riches in charge? The borrower is servant to the lender. We're getting that idea. How does it happen? Well, in Egypt, this is how it started. As the famine came along, the people first came with money and they bought their food. Well, now after that food's gone, there's still famine. And how, what do I do now? Well, bring the deed to your farm. Yeah, the deed to my farm for food. The title to my house for food. Well, wait a minute. Wait, we still are in need. Oh, my God, please help us. We're still in need. What I do now? Well, this time when I come, it's me for food. You see what the devil does? He uses an occasion to capture people. There was an illustration I wish I knew more than I'd do about it, but I can tell you enough that you'll understand it. And some of you may can look it up and find it, the reality of it. A beast, I believe it was a beast. It, will, it was given as Russia being in charge, of, but China's more in charge now. And whenever we're in debt to them enough, we'll do what they say. We need to wake up. <laughs> So what do you do? You put some food here. And those wild beasts, they discover it. And they discover where the food, and they come and they eat it. They're gone now. But what you do later, you come and put a fence over there and put the food, and they, they come on up and get because they've done that before. And so they're gone now. And, and so now you put the food up here against that fence, but you put two fences on the side. 
and they come and they know where the food, they, they, they eat it. And then they're gone and, and they come back because you've got more food out. But now there's a partial gate and fence up front. Just enough. There's a pretty good opening, so we, well, we don't want to, but but we go in and, and we eat the food. And then we're gone. And we need more food or the beast of the field. They needed more food. So, But next time they come, it's a little narrow place. And there's a gate opened. Now, it's a little longer, but the food's in younger. The food's over there. Oh, I, I wonder, should, yeah, well, yeah. And the gate closes behind. And they're captured. Can I tell you, the devil is after God's people. It doesn't matter how he's doesn't make any difference. But because of our need, <laughs> we have now been captured. I read in some of the latter portions of the Word of God that there is coming what is called a mark. And without that mark, if you're here, you cannot buy or sell without the mark. Lord, please help me. We need to understand that God is our source. God is our provider. There is none else. The government is not. <laughs> the government feels like. I believe that lots in the government feel like that as long as they can hand you out and as long as they can bless you, that you're going to bless them eventually. Yeah. Lord, help us today. Huh. Brother Mike, do you not know that if a man won't work, he shouldn't eat? Brother Mike has falsely, well, maybe he has, he's claimed, I don't know if it's false or not, that I preached three months. Whenever he was laid off from Duke Power, he earned, he earned fairly good money there. And then he was laid off, and the preacher at the Church of God, Cornelius, preached three months of if you don't work, you don't eat. If you don't <laughs> I never knew that was the case. But, but, but listen, my, my third church, my third church, the guy who was sitting here, I think, wasn't it, wasn't it about here? He and his wife. And, and he wasn't a Christian. I didn't know I'd been there two or three weeks. I didn't know everybody. And praise God, I was in a big way preaching. You know it's wrong to smoke. You know you're ruining your body. Pointing my finger. And learned after church. 
You hit it right on, preacher. The man was saved later in the church and gave up his bad habits. God knows, don't he? God is the source. God is the provider. I need not to let my guard down and allow the devil to come in and rule over me that I would be a servant because I've dipped there too much and that I'm bound. We need to go to that source who is Jesus Christ. God the Father. It started, well, it started before Genesis 18 14, but that's the first verse I'll bring to you. And you don't have to look it up, but is anything too hard for me? I know how old your wife is, I know how old you are, but I said I was going to give you a seed. You, it's going to come from your loin and your wife. And so the angel's going to come back at the appointed time, which is nine months. And we're going to celebrate a child being born. <laughs> we're going to buy some pampers. Is anything too hard for God? Folks, I want you to understand the Bible. We can testify of it. The Bible is full of times and places and circumstances that, that has happened to show us that if God is for us, who can be against us? God has proven over and over again the scripture in 1 John 4 and 4 that tells us that greater is He that is in you than he that is in the world. You think you have no over the problems you're facing? Yes, you do. You've got a God that's in charge. You, you're facing difficult times uh, and circumstances uh, that you fought for a while. Uh, oh, there's a God that loves you. He'll be there right on time. Uh, hold on. Uh, he'll help you uh, to mount up with wings uh, as he goes. Uh, why? Because you waited on him. You didn't get frustrated and try to do things on your own. Well, that's not the church of God Cornelius anyway, is it? Genesis 28 and uh, Genesis 22 and 8. Well, in verse 6 and 7, the, the son is saying, Hey, Dad, I see, I see that we've got some fire. Ooh, somebody's jump over the church with me. Whew. Hey, Dad, I see we've got some fire here. We've got wood here. It looks like we're going to make a sacrifice, but I don't see the sacrifice. What, 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 did, what did Dad say? Dad said, God will provide. And boy, the next word is strange. Himself a sacrifice. <laughs> now, Abraham did not know, but he was given prophecy. God will provide himself. And then the prophecy is fulfilled in John 1, 29 and verse 36. They're variable a little. 
but say the same. When John looked up and saw Jesus coming, and it said, Behold, the Lamb of God, the provision that was asked for and spoken of in Genesis 22 and 8. I wish I could shout, they could hear me in the White House. So while they're traveling up this side of the mountain, without the sacrifice, but we're going to do some sacrificing. We got fire, we got wood, that's going to happen. While they're doing their part. Oh no, their part? While they're doing their part, God is doing His part. Over on the other side of the mountain, the sacrifice. <laughs> they get up there and he's hung in the bushes with his horns. Wouldn't you like to shoot one like that, Tony, that has got caught and, and, and you, there he is. And <laughs> Brother Mike, I asked a person, one of these hunting towns I lived in when I pastored churches, Big old deer head, a lot of horns. I said, man, that is nice. He said, the rest of them's in the other room. And I used to be young. God will provide himself. Now, 2 Chronicles 25 and 9, we, we don't know a lot necessarily about that verse, but without reading it, I didn't mark it, so I'll just say what's there. <clears throat> the king is saying, hey, I got a hundred talents. And I, right here in this, and pulled out and said, I'll give to Israel to help us in the battle. The man of God said, well, in my words, that's a waste because God is not on Israel's side right now. Israel has gone back from serving me. Folks, please, let's not... If we've gotten slack any at all, let's tune it up. Let's turn the fire up. Let's get excited again. <laughs> Even if you go home and close the closet door and just praise God all day long, that would be a start. Hallelujah! Nobody around, just you and God. Boy, that, I, t I believe we would come out, either one of us, with praise and our spring and our step and ready to jump over a wall and run through a troop. Did he put it up? No. He's, he, he believed me, didn't he? But the prophet is saying, those talents won't give you what God can give you. In fact, he used two words. God can give you much more. 
when you call on God, what's the biggest lottery ticket ever been? 800, no, no, that last one I think was a billion, wasn't it? Now, a billion dollars, I think, is more money than probably me and Brother Sugar and Brother Mike together. A billion. But can I tell you that no amount can ever measure what God will do for His people. What God, how God can answer for me and for nothing. It doesn't matter. There's no comparison. So it's much more. And do you understand today it should be more in us than when we started? It gets sweeter as the days go by. It gets sweeter as the moments fly. Now that song may be as old as the first one those ladies sing today. Well, I'm thinking about who in the world wrote that beautiful song. So many, I've been hearing it for about 60 years. But it's still good today. It's still powerful today. So, <laughs> Brother Mike, I don't want to quit, but Job 23 and 12 is where I'll quit. Oh, let me, let, let me, let me, <laughs> while you're turning there. Let me just say one of those things that that guy said. He used the phrase, so help me God. And I'll tell you, we need that, don't we? He said, everybody that joins any armed forces today, that whenever they're talking and saying the pledge, they get to the end of it, it says, so help me God. He used the idea that when we are to testify in court, do you tell the truth? So help you God. Boy, don't we need His help? And Jesus said, without me, you can do nothing. You know, there's some people that feel like that they have blessed God. God, I'm here. Oh, I've saved the day. I'm here. <laughs> can I tell you, God can make it without me. I can't make it without God. <laughs> I don't care who you are and who you know. Not a person can make it without God. Now God can make it. He's made it a long time without me. Before I showed up. The last verse. And then I'll let you go stand in line at some restaurant. Job 23 and 12. Neither have I gone back from the commandment of thy lips. I have esteemed the words of his mouth more than my necessary food. I tell you guys, the devil doesn't care how he gets us fixed in, fenced in. He doesn't care. 
He doesn't care how much you suffer getting to that point. He just wants to be in charge of your life. That's what the devil wants. But I've got news for him. There's a God that loves me. There's a God that died for me. There's a God that he, through Jesus Christ gave himself for me. Loved me so, oh, he, God so loved the world. He gave his only begotten son. That whoever would believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. We know what the next verse is, don't we? Verse 17, we quote 16 a lot. But 17 said, For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world but that the world through him can be saved. And Luke puts it this way, that Jesus Christ came to seek and to save that which was lost. And that was all of us. Amen. Brother Mike says it more than one time, 3 and 23, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And he also will point us to 6.23 of Romans. But that gift of God. The wages of sin is death, but that gift of God is eternal life. Amen and amen. I don't know. I trust that through being mad that then I helped us get glad. So don't stay mad. But the lender is in charge of the borrower. Let it not be so in the church of the living God. Would you pray with me? Father, thank you. Your word is true. And your word is power and your word is complete huh, and your word is for all and your word keeps us directs us it molds us it shapes us it moves us forward help us help us father that we may use your word to help us to reach that eternal, everlasting destination with the Lord. Keep us to that day. God, touch those that are hurting most right now. The struggle going on, even if there's one here today, one watching, God, deal with that soul and that spirit and bring deliverance. Father, I believe you will. I believe you'll deliver. I believe you'll bless. I believe you will help. Father, in the name of Jesus, that one that needs help most right now, God, build them up. Bear them up. Carry them unto heavenly places. Father, please answer prayer for those that hurt and those that are struggling, those that are suffering. Please bring help and relief to those that are hurting, even right this moment that are hurting. And, and, and God, give them grace and blessing in the name of Jesus, our Lord and our Savior.
Make us to witness for you and to testify of your goodness. Amen.